Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... ...lives on. We gonna bang your You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. And we are off and rolling on another edition of the Music Mania Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. It has been a busy summer indeed, as I am just back from Little Rock, Arkansas, checking out the uh, Guns N' Roses show down there at War Memorial Stadium. Over 35,000 people, and what a performance by Guns N' Roses. Over three hours, which is unbelievable in this day and age, and to think about what Guns N' Roses do, and um, the intricacy of the songs, and Axl Rose's high-energy stage show, and he hit those notes all night long. He, they, they really brought the energy, Guns N' Roses. I'll tell you what, I had my doubts when this tour began. But, wow, uh, really bringing it. I saw him last summer in Kansas City. This show was even longer down in Little Rock this year. So just getting back from that. And we have a big show this week as we're going to be bringing on Blaze Bailey, former Iron Maiden singer. He's bringing his solo show to the United States. And that's going to begin here on August 9th in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. So he's going to be doing a run of U.S. dates uh, through August, and it's going to be great to catch up with Blaze, talking about his time in bands like Wolfsbane. Uh, of course, he was a singer from Iron Maiden uh, from 94 to 99, did two albums with the band. Going to be interesting to get his take on that. And just what, uh, and he's an interesting guy. Uh, we were able to do this interview a couple weeks ago before I left uh, for uh, for Little Rock in this uh, Guns N' Roses show. So he's very interesting. His new album's called Endure and Survive: Infinite Entanglement Part Two. Very science fiction based. And it's going to be. It's uh, you guys are going to love hearing some of his takes on just uh, the story of this album, and it's very intricate. And uh, he has a lot of ideas for it. So we're going to be catching up with Blaze Bailey, a guy that I don't think uh, gets a lot of credit for being the singer in Iron Maiden, uh, because it was going to be really almost impossible to fill Bruce Dickinson's shoes coming in there uh, when he did and he was in the band for five years uh, did a lot of world tours did two albums and there's nothing that, that you could say about that I mean Bruce came back in 99 Iron Maiden obviously firing on all cylinders um, since then uh, still going here in 2017 and Bruce is one of the best singers in rock there's nothing you can say about that so I'll tell you what we're going to be catching up with our guest this week Blaze Bailey right after this if you miss the experience and atmosphere of an old-school record store, then visit CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Your one-stop shop for CDs, vinyl, t-shirts, and more. We just moved downstairs from our previous location, so visit us at 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Kansas City, Missouri. Or call 816-455-2130. CD Warehouse, 22 years strong in North Kansas City, Missouri. And don't forget, we buy, sell, and trade. Well, I tell you, Blaze, this is just a true pleasure. It's great to have you here on the Music Media Podcast. How's everything going with you, man? Great, great. Really busy getting ready for um, this week. I've got a really busy week coming up with a couple of writing days, rehearsal, then a couple of gigs, then getting ready next Sunday night to pack and come over to USA and Canada for my big... Two are there, the biggest I've done for quite a while. 
Well, we're, we're so glad to have you here. Of course, that starts uh, August 9th in Sellersville, Pennsylvania, and you'll be in my neck of the woods, Blaze, in St. Louis, Missouri, here coming up at uh, Foo Bar uh, later on in the month of, uh, of August set, the 27th. So uh, this has just got to be a great feeling for you coming back to America, like you said, doing one of the biggest tours you've ever done here. We're grateful to have you, and I, this has got to be just exciting for you and your band. Yeah, it's the first time I've been able to come and do a tour, a whole tour with my own band. Normally I've used different guys and things like that. I've made a lot of friends and worked with a lot of different musicians, but I've managed to build up now where I can use one band exclusively all over the world, not just in Europe, and it's the same band that played on the Infinite Entanglement album and the Endure and Survive album, the new one. They've done four tours with me through Europe, so I'm very, very excited to bring that band with me. We've we've done so well together over the last few years. It's very exciting to, to come over there, so I'm really really excited to see fans who've waited so long to see me they've continued to support me and i haven't been able to get there on tour and i'm hoping to see so many of those fans on this trip well one thing that's cool about you blaze and i've always said this is just this is really great of uh, of bands that do this and you know i'm not dogging bands that don't i think bands should be able to make money any way they can but you blaze you always do uh, you do free meet and greets with fans after shows and i think that's the coolest thing man i think people especially have been waiting to see you here in america that's just awesome and i know that 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 means a lot to the fans here man i know that's cool for you to get to do it and i know you got to do you know you got to stay up late you got to sign a lot of albums i'm sure but I'm, i know it's worth it in the end for you isn't it well for me What's important is the fact that I actually get to meet my audience and I'm very, very small. So for me, being independent is something that's very important to me. And um, I am a, I can be independent because I've got such loyal support from so many fans. And uh, I value that support, and it's nice just to be able to meet people. It's not really a meet and greet, it's just an old-fashioned signing, except I don't go and fix my hair (laughs) and put my makeup on and hang out in the dressing room. I just come straight out to meet my fans. And everywhere I've done that around the world, then it's been a very positive experience. So it's something I enjoy doing. I'll sign things from my Wolfsbane past, from my Iron Maiden days and my solo career. And it's amazing the things that you that you see and the things that people bring to the gig. You think, you know, the stuff that you haven't seen for years and years or you know, you think, oh, did I dream that or does it actually exist? Yes, it must do, I'm signing it. So uh, it's nice and it's nice to be able to come and do exactly the same thing that I do everywhere else. So uh, I'm very, very excited about it. But I would say if fans have a lot, I mean a huge amount, then please send a message, a private message to Official Blaze Bailey, Facebook Official Blaze Bailey, and we'll try and get some of your stuff, your stuff signed before the show as well. Because I had this in, in Athens recently. I hadn't been there for a very, very long time. In fact, since the Iron Maiden years, well, I, I, you need to do a full tour. And, um, and the actual signing took longer than the gig. 
Silish was about 90 minutes, and at the end, everybody just turned around. They didn't leave the building, and then started queuing up at the at the signing. So that took about two hours. So uh, that was funny. Man, really, really, nobody left. They just turned around and, and joined the queue. So, oh, that's well, funny. Yeah, I don't mind signing anything, but if you have got a lot of stuff, then send a private message. Um, uh, about what gig you'll be at and we'll try and do that sometime before the show if there's time because time is often very tight before the show absolutely and you talk about uh you know some of the things you've been working on and i've just you know recently uh, been able to check out uh, the new endurance survive which is the infinite entanglement part two album i know you're working on a trilogy here just kind of talk about the the second part of this which has been your latest release and then kind of what what it's working towards as far as uh, the third part which will come later of course well, what happened was I had this idea to write a book, um, a science fiction story based on a song that was on my uh, kind of best of album called Eating Children, which is about the sun turning into a red giant in, I think, a billion or something years from now, and it consumes the solar system. And I thought, someone is going to be rich enough at that time to build their own spaceship and go and find one of the Kepler planets that's habitable. And he gave me the idea, so I started writing this story, and it's infinite entanglement. When I came to do the album, there was too much for one album. And one of the songs obviously belonged on the third album. And so part one, Infant Entanglement, is about a man who does not know if he is human because he believes he has a spacesuit surgically attached to him so he can get through the journey of a thousand years. He comes to understand that this is not a spacesuit. It is a machine body. His consciousness has been downloaded into a machine, and he has to decide, is he human? What does it mean to be human? He thinks like a human. He feels like a human, but he does not have a flesh and blood body. Part two, Endure and Survive, is this journey of a thousand years, discovering that you have the machine body and why you are there. In fact, he is a killer. The purpose of his mission is to obliterate every other crew member in a deep hypnotic dream state. He believes he's having a nightmare where in reality he is really killing the rest of the crew wow. and feeding them into the ship for fuel. And when he gets near the planet towards the end of the Endurance Survive album, what do they do? Then they want to destroy him, throw him off that ship, so that when the ship lands on the planet, it is only genetically perfect human material that goes onto that planet. Wow. And that is where we are with the Endurance Survive album. He endures a journey of over a thousand years and discovers why he is there and the evil things that he has done. And then he survives the attempts of the spaceship to 
destroy him, to throw him off, to obliterate him. And that is the story of the album. And, uh, and so far, the reaction has been absolutely incredible from my fans. People really liked the first album, Infinite Entanglement, but the reaction to Endure and Survive has been incredible. Many fans say that it's better than the first album, and some fans say it's the best thing I've ever done in my career. Yeah. So it's, it's absolutely fantastic, and we are, we'll be playing a lot of music from the two albums when we're on tour in USA and Canada, and in between times, I am working on the songs for part three, and part three will come out on or around the 1st of March next year. Well, that's kind of my question. How, how do you put together a set list for a, a show like uh, coming over to America? And obviously, you have these uh, these solo albums that you're going to do a lot of you know material from. How, how is it? Is it kind of as a band you sit down and say, okay, we want to do these songs from Iron Maiden, these songs from Wolfsbane? How do you put together a set for this show? Because you got a lot of material, clearly. Yeah. Well, what I'm hoping is that this is going to be a regular thing now that I'll be able to come over there. Every album that I do, I'll be able to come and do a tour over in USA and Canada because I absolutely love touring there. It's one of my favourite places to go on tour and I'd really like to build up there. So we've been doing a, a, a set list all around Europe and we're going to play that. It's got a couple of my maiden ones in it's got virus in the set list which comes from the best of the beast yes album it's my own version of that song we never played it live when i was in iron maiden i made them never played it live i do my own version of virus which i have to say seems to go down very very well with my fans, and I'm probably going to do Manhunt from Wolfsbane, which we had a little video to go with that when we were on Deaf American, and it's a real fun song to play. So something from every era, really, and a lot of my solo stuff. I do have fans that come to me now and say, well, I don't really care if you never play another Iron Maiden song. I'd just like, like to hear your solo songs. But um, at the moment, I still have a good selection, I feel, in my set. I'm very much in the style of Ronnie James Dio, where he always had time to do a Sabbath song or a Rainbow song in his set. So um, I, I try and do it like that, really. Well, that, that makes perfect sense, and it's just going to be great here. Again, guys, um, you can uh, check out the dates. They start August 9th. That's in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. That's when the tour will begin. It runs all the way through September. Uh, and, Blaze, you know, you talk about your days in Iron Maiden, and I know pretty much every interview you, you've done since then, uh, it's going to get brought up. I mean, you just being a part of such a legendary band, coming in there uh, after thousands, thousands of auditions. Fantastic experience. Absolutely yeah. fantastic experience. You know, uh, and I learned so much. And... Really, the confidence that I have now as a songwriter and musician, that comes from a time in I made. And, you know, Steve Harris and the rest of the guys were so generous towards me. And Steve spent so much of his time mentoring me, helping me improve my songwriting. I found parts of my voice that I didn't know existed. So things on the Endure and Survive album 
really a part of the reason they are the way they are is the confidence I had from all of that recording and writing with the guys in Iron Maiden. And the confidence really to go, is this an idea that I feel passionate about? Not, is this an idea that people will like? Is this going to be a commercial success? Do I feel passionate about this, this idea? Do I really feel that it is telling a story, that it is a, a journey that people have to go on? And if that is true, it must be on the CD. It must be on the vinyl. If it is not true, if, you, if you're not doing it for those reasons, then you just can't let it go, let, let it go on there. And, um, and that's what I've learned, really, over those years. And it's, I think it's the most valuable lesson in my professional career. And I've followed that and I've done that on all of my albums, wherever I can, and particularly on Infinite Entanglement and Endure and Survive, I've just followed my heart. I've followed this story of this man and what he's going through and attached that to this feeling. In quantum physics, two electrons know where they are in relation to each other without talking, with no radio, with no nothing. They just know. And they react to each other instantaneously. And so why can't two human beings who have found a deep and real love know how each one is, know how the other one is? Why isn't there a telepathy? And this is what I believe, that telepathy will be discovered through quantum physics and this telepathy that people who love each other are very, very close, have and just accept will be scientifically verified. And this is a part of the undercurrent that, the, that's part of my story. And um, so far, people have been interested in it. And, and I hope... You know, people will enjoy the new songs when we when we come over there and enjoy the set list. Well, well, it's all such an interesting concept, and my goodness, I mean, there's so many levels to that, and it seems like. Maybe that's what, in, in hindsight, maybe what you brought to Iron Maiden. And you talk about uh, the albums you did, X Factor and Virtual Eleven. Those albums were kind of more in the vein of, of kind of sci-fi concepts and stuff like that. Maybe, is, is that what you brought to the band, would you say, back in the, in the mid-90s? I, I think uh, I was very interested in telling a story with a song. And though many of my songs uh, do have a science fiction edge, particularly you could say future real in Maiden, I think um, after Maiden on my first solo album, Silicon Messiah, is where I really let things go. And, you know, my deep interest in science fiction was revealed and I wrote about su subjects that are close to my heart that looking into the near future and the changes that there might be. I think with Maiden, my songwriting, um, what I contributed was 
I like these deep subjects. They don't scare me. Um, it doesn't scare me to get serious about things. You know, if you want to talk about something very, very dark, I'm with you all the way. I'm not like, oh, that might be a bit too dark for people. I don't care about that. <laughs> if it's an expression from you, we all feel darkness. We all go through these things, Clint. You've had darkness in your own life because you've had an interview with me before. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You've experienced darkness, Clint. Yes. So I think that was it. I, I just enjoyed that music so much. I enjoyed the writing, singing those songs. And it's great to pick one or two of those songs to be in my set and do them in my own way now, sing them with the voice that I have now and take the, the heart of that song and present it again and say, have another listen to this and see how you feel about it now with this voice that I have. And um, generally speaking, I'm so lucky. My fans have really enjoyed that, these new interpretations that I do of those old songs. Well, can't wait for that. And, you know, before we let you go, Blaze, I know you did, uh, just a few months ago, you went out and did the, the Trinity Tour with Tim Owens, uh, with Jeff Tate. Fantastic. It's fantastic. How did that go? It went good. Absolutely fantastic. See, have you ever had Tim on your show? N never Tim. Never Tim. We've had Jeff. No, that's, you, that's one of the, you still have a show, man. It would destroy you with his humor. He's incredible. <laughs> he's such a funny guy, man. He's so dark. He's the Bill Hicks of heavy metal humor. <laughs> I'm telling you now, he's incredible. He's a fantastic guy. And I've had so many laughs with Tim on tour. When we did Trinity, it was such a luxury. We had a great time on stage together. When do you ever really get to work with other singers at the same level? It's so rare. And to do a full show together, it was absolutely fantastic. And we had great crowds, really great reactions, good banter on stage, the music was great. So it was a real fun time to work with Tim and with Jeff, a huge, huge talent. And people that you see, you get on stage and you hear them through the monitors unfiltered, and that's when you see what kind of talent that they've got. So it was an absolutely great time. It was just a small window in all of our diaries where you can say, you know what, we can make time for that. And uh, and we did, and I'm so glad we did it because it was such a lot of fun. Well, you've been on record before as saying that your ultimate, uh, you know, something that would be great for you and maybe and obviously great for Maiden fans is to do one show with all three singers. I mean, with Paul, I know Paul. How cool would that be? Sorry, Blaze, we lost you there. <laughs> Are you there? Yep, yep, still here. I don't know what happened there. I thought that... I, I thought drop phone calls only happened on real phone calls. I don't know how... I didn't think you could drop a Skype call in, a, in 2000... <laughs> uh, yeah, because obviously... 
you're treating me like some kind of stalker. Uh, so hanging up on me. <laughs> hey, you. I'm just an ordinary stalker. I'm a top quality heavy metal stalker. Thank goodness. You are, you are more dark than I ever thought, Blaze. My gosh, this has gone to a dark place. We've gone into stalking, astral projection. It's all gone over my head. My gosh, it's we've gone off the rails here now, officially. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> lovely, Clint. I'm, I'm really glad about that. Uh, well, I tell you what, Blaze, uh, you know, before we let you go, this has just been such a pleasure, and you're, uh, we're, we're glad to welcome you here. Going to see you um, on August 27th in St. Louis, which is about four hours from our studio here. Cannot wait to see you, Blaze. BlazeBailey.net, that's the website. You can check out all the dates, all the info on the new album. Blaze, anything else? What else? You got anything else for us before we let you go? Anything else go- oh, coming up? I want, to, I want to say the biggest thank you to all of my fans that have waited so long, supported me for so many years, and I really hope now that I can come with every album to USA and Canada, I would absolutely love to do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the support you've given me for so long. Hey, Blaze, thank you so much from your number one stalker, Clint Schweitzer, the Music Mania podcast. Never forget this, your number one stalker is right here. Always. <laughs> Thanks, Clay. <laughs> Thanks, Blaze. Take care, man. Interesting indeed. Blaze Bailey joining us here on the Music Mania podcast. Big thanks to him for that. Definitely want to catch him on one of his tour dates. You can go to blazebailey.net, B-L-A-Z-E-B-A-Y-L-E-Y.net to get all the information on the tour dates, his, uh, his latest album, and everything to do with it with Blaze. And he, of course, did the Trinity tour um, several months back with uh, Tim Ripper Owens and Jeff Tate. So Blaze is still out there, still doing his thing. He's a very humble, down-to-earth guy that uh, will stay after the show, meet with everybody, sign everything. We talked to him about that. What a cool deal it is. And we just want to thank him for coming on. Thank you guys for joining us here on another edition of the Music Mania podcast. It's been a true pleasure. This summer has been... Absolutely unbelievable for me. Uh, probably hit the most shows I have maybe in my life in any summer. And just to be able to go out there and do this, to get uh, these interviews, to meet these guys, to bring this to you. It's a, it's a true pleasure for me. Cannot thank you guys enough for joining, for leaving feedback, for subscribing on iTunes and YouTube. Be sure to do that. Music Mania Podcast underscore show on Twitter. We love all the feedback, so keep feeding us that. Thank you guys so much for joining me on another edition of the Music Mania podcast. And uh, coming up later in the week, we're going to be joined by Foreigner bassist and Dawkins bassist Jeff Pilsen as the Foreigner gang going to be running through Kansas City here next week. So we're going to be talking about that tour and much more with Jeff Pilsen next week. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs>